0: Boy, do we got a show for you today. Welcome to Sports Talk from the Crib. I'm your host, Tanner Christian. Whoo, those basketball games this past week were something else. Luca, Will and his team with the game winner. Over the clips to even the series, we had Jamal Murray and Donovan Mitchell duo there. Denver, Utah went down to the wire again. Woo, couple sweeps as well, unfortunately. And also we're going to get into the Earl Thomas as he was cut for punching a teammate, what is his future holds, and if a team may be interested, but interested, but you know what we're talking about first. We gotta talk about my boy out there in Dallas, Luka Doncic. He was just incredible. The way he willed the team to victory, the shot at the end. Oh my goodness, Kawhi. Why didn't he get on him? He switched off. I thought he was the best defensive player in the league. I thought he was the greatest player in the league. What happened there? But Luka, this in his own zone. They did it without Porzingis. The final score of the game was 135-133. As we know, in overtime, Luka Doncic hit the three, the game winner. Look at these numbers. These numbers are insane. 43 points, 17 rebounds, 13 assists. Trey Burke also gave a helping hand to Dallas. He finished with 25 points. Tim Hardaway Jr., 21 points. Kawhi Leonard for the Clippers, 32 points. Nine rebounds, four assists. Lou Williams gave. Man, he was keeping a minute down there in the game. It was back and forth. He finished the game with 36 points. And Paul George, only nine points. That's how he finishes the game. You know we're going to get into Paul George. We're going to get into Paul George. Don't worry, I'm not letting him slide. But first, you know Kawhi. This is probably the most. This is the most exciting game I watched in a while. I jumped out of my seat. I jumped out of my seat, Kawhi Leonard had a jumper there at the end of regulation to win it, but he missed it. That's what sent the game into in overtime. But this game, I jumped out of my seat. I cheered. When I saw Luka's shot go in, I had the same emotions as all those guys. Like he becomes the third player in NBA history to finish the game 40-15 and 10, the only other two people, two people, Oscar Robertson and Charles Barkley. So this guy, he he did this without Porzingis. Porzingis didn't play at all. He didn't play at all. And he was out there this Will and his team, man. This kid is twenty-one years old. He is only twenty-one, and he is just putting up numbers. They even the series two-two, and I don't know which way this is going to go. This is this is a battle here. I expect the Luca to will the team for a couple wins. That's what I predicted. But hey, if they come out on top, oh my goodness. But for them to come out of top, Porzingis has to play. He's nursing a sore knee, and that's why they sat him out the game. But he has to play for them to have a shot. So I, I can't expect Luca to go out and have an incredible performance like that, I, even though he's been doing it all series. But him, they went down the wire there. That was the most exciting game I've seen in a very, very long time. And that's just, what is next. What is next? Can they pull it out the upset? That is interesting. Can they pull it out the pull out the upset? And they can definitely if Paul George continues to struggle. My goodness, nine points again last night. This is what he's done over the last three games. He is ten for forty-seven overall, four of twenty-five from three, and a total. Total, 34 points in the last three games. That's a little over 11 points a game. That's not MVP Paul George. That's not Defensive Player of the Year, Paul George type player like everybody says he is. Is he really going to, he has to play better. Where is he? This is an all-star. What is going on here? He is an all-star player, one of the top 10 players in the league and he he is struggling. He can't get anything to go. This is very concerning because going forward, they have to have Paul George be Paul George. Like, somebody go find him. Somebody go find him and check him in the game because I haven't seen him out there yet in these last three games. That is not Paul George out there. Something's up, something's wrong. He better not blame an injury or say he has one. He better man up and get his play right get like the next game game five go out there and get a few shots up very first few possessions of the game get him up maybe take it to the rim get fouled see the ball go in and maybe that can get him going maybe that is something that doc rivers needs to do and tell the team get him going early so he can see the ball going in the hoop gets the free throw line Maybe that'll wake him up a little bit and get him back into his head. It just doesn't seem like it's in the game at all. But Paul George needs to be Paul George because if Porzingis comes back next game and with Luka on the tear he is, the Clippers may very well be a first-round exit. And this whole dream team that they try to put together this year, bringing in all these guys and bringing in Kawhi and Paul George, the trades and signs they made signings they made, it looks like it'll be all for nothing. All for nothing if this happens. And I just want to get through the one thing, that last possession for the Mavericks that made the game-winning shot here, okay? First of all, they threw the ball in the backcourt. They came up, and they got a foul. Because they Clippers had a foul to give, so they fouled him about a little over three seconds left. Now, we all know who is getting the ball now. Kawhi Leonard is on Luka, which is the best move. You got the best player, best defender. On the best player on the other team. So then they switch he switches off and Reggie Jackson gets over there. Now that's the matchup Luca wanted all night. He was killing him in the fourth quarter in overtime. He kept getting that matchup on switch offs. And Kawhi didn't fight over the screen, try to double Luca like anything I'm letting anybody else shoot the shot there at the end of the game. I mean, he was on fire. Trey Burke played really well for Dallas again. And that was, he was on the Sixers earlier. He wasn't even on the roster before the bubble. So that's incredible too. But Andy, you know who's getting the ball. It is going to be Luka Doncic. The guy was on fire. Kawhi Leonard did not fight over the screen. And I was just like, wow, he stepped back and went for the switch. Reggie Jackson got over there. A little bit late. But he got there. And Luca just made this incredible shot. Step back three. But I am running everybody I can at him. Because there's only three seconds left. There's only three seconds left in the game. He's got to get up quick. I don't understand how they just run everybody at him. Who cares who else... If somebody else beats you, they beat you. Because Kawhi made the pass at the other end and made the Clippers get the lead. Marcus Morris... He shot the three in the corner that put him up one. He made the right move. He he got it. I if Morris makes that shot, then Morris makes that shot. And I would have felt the same way if Dallas would have thrown it to somebody else. Would have take that shot. I would take my chances. I just would not have let Luca shoot that shot at all. <laughs> so we'll find out what happens. In game five. Porzingis should be back. It should be a great game. I can't wait. I mean, this series is something else, which brings us into the next series. This combo duo was incredible yesterday. Jamal Murray and Devon Donovan Mitchell each dropped 50. This is the first time that ever dropped, ever happened in NBA history. 50 points apiece, but the Jazz come out with the win. One twenty nine to one twenty seven. They now go up three one against the Nuggets. Donovan Mitchell fifty one points, four rebounds, seven assists. Mike Conley twenty six points. Jordan Clarkson twenty four points. And for the Nuggets, Jamal Murray fifty points, eleven rebounds, seven assists. Jokic finishes twenty nine points, seven rebounds, six assists. And Paul Millsap finishes with sixteen points. But obviously, the story is. Jamal Murray, and Donovan Mitchell. I mean, each of them dropped 50. They were going at it. They've been going at it since the play has resumed. It's been an exciting play of basketball to watch to see these two individuals just go out there and ball out. And it is like, I've never, I don't think we've seen this in the playoffs in a very, very long time. This is competition. This this is unbelievable. Believable, the competition that's coming. There's been no, you know, slow pay, play, easing and in, and nothing with these guys at all. It's been an incredible thing to watch, and I declare this series over. This series is over. I don't see the Nuggets coming back and winning three straight on them. Donovan Mitchell is in the stratosphere of Luka Doncic right now. They are both. with this going on right now in the playoffs. Jamal Murray is playing as hard out too. No question about it. 50 points like this. Wow. Because remember, Dominic Mitchell dropped 57 points in game one and they lost. So we've, got, we've had two 50-point guys in this series so far lose by dropping 50 points. This is... I'm sorry, Jamal Murray and the Joker. This series is over for them. That's it. Jazz is going to move on, and I didn't think they were. This is going to be possible. I picked the Nuggets. I jumped on the Nuggets bandwagon because they had all the players are deep. I was like, the death of this team is going to propel them, and the Jazz lack of death won't. Because I thought Bynanovich was a, was a huge loss for them to have, especially in this series, but. They've come out on this. Like I said, the play of Donovan Mitchell. Mike Conley played well again yesterday. I see Mike Conley. He missed the first couple games through the birth of his kid. And now he's out there. So this Jazz team is pretty scary right now. My boy Ingles. You know, he's out there. <laughs> I love watching him play. He's one of my favorite guys out there watching him play. It's the the way he plays, the way he like. Plays this shoots threes, and, like, gets to the rim. Like, he's a crafted guy. He could pass very well, too. And this starting five of the Jazz is awesome. Jordan Clarkson's given him a great contribution as well. Like, this team is just, is this balling right now. And it's exciting to watch. And now we're going to get into the sweep of the day. Raptors beat the Nets. The Nets just had no shot in this series whatsoever. They didn't really play well at all. Even though Lavert, he always came out there and played, man. Him for the Nets, he had 35 points, 6 rebounds, 6 assists. Ty Johnson had 13 points. You know, they as the Raptors got a hundred bench points. They won the game 150 to 122. Over a hundred bench points. You gotta be kidding me. Pal finished with 29 points, five rebounds. Ibaka had twenty seven points, fifteen rebounds. Siakam finished with 20.6 rebounds, 10 assists, as the Raptors finish off the Nets 150 to 122, and it is a sweep. Now, the other sweep, the biggest sweep. The Sixers have been swept by the Celtics. And the process looks like it is over. The Celtics beat the Sixers 110 to 106. Jason Tatum comp- continues the ball out. He finished the game with 28 points, 15 rebounds. Campbell Walker added 32 points. Jalen Brown, 16 points. And for the Sixers, Joel Embiid, 30 points, 10 rebounds. Tobias Harris, 20 points, 5 rebounds. He took a very nasty fall. He guess his legs got cut up when he was went up for a block, came down, hit his head on the court, but was able to come back in the fourth quarter. It still wasn't enough. Al Horford also finished with 12 points, 10 rebounds, as the Celtics sweep the Philadelphia 76ers. Now, this is getting into it. This is going to be the question of the day, guys. This is the question of the day. Is the Philadelphia 76ers process a complete failure? And my answer is absolutely yes. It is a complete failure. Now, they're without Ben Simmons. For the series. Brett Brown is possibly getting fired. I would say he is getting fired today, if not soon. Because he's coming, he's come up short. The last three years in the playoffs with this team. They had a big run last year with Jimmy Butler on the team, Ben Simmons, the whole everybody and be everybody was there. And there was a lot of late game decision making that just didn't go their way. And it's just the development of this team. They wasted a lot of draft picks when they were tanking there for years. Now, the only good draft picks that came out of it, of course, was Embiid and Ben Simmons. They had a few fail ones, like Julius Okafor, whom they drafted a spot ahead of Porzingis. They had a chance to get Porzingis. That trading two number one picks to the Boston Celtics for Markel Fultz. And we all know what happened there. Couldn't shoot the ball. For some reason, he his mental thing and this overall for the game, this wasn't there for Philly. For some reason, they just dreads him in the kid, and the kid never developed. He went on to Orlando. He played in this playoffs. He actually played pretty well for him. Give the kid a lot of credit for that. But the point is, Philly traded those two number one picks for Markelle Foles. And guess who Boston picked with that pick that Philly traded him. Jason Tatum, and now he just balled out against you in your face and swept you. Can you imagine if things were flipped and the Sixers drafted Jason Tatum to go with Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid? Can you imagine that? That would be a triple. That's a triple effect. Like and the guy balled out against you and you have nothing to show for it is it time to blow it up do we just get rid of the coach and that's it is it time for Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid to split they missed a lot of games combined these two have been injured throughout their careers so far and they have huge contracts that's the problem with the Sixers right now too their contract situation, they played Al Horford all that money, which they should never have had. He's on a decline of his, of his career. It would have been good five, six years ago to give him that contract. Tobias Harris is the most expensive guy on the Sixers. And he he, he didn't really show up this series at all. You got rid of Jimmy Butler. He signed with the Heat in the offseason. And that sign and trade. So he moved on for him to keep Tobias Harris, Joel Embiid, and Ben Simmons together, and it didn't work again. So the process has been the ultimate failure, the ultimate failure in sports. They should never allow this ever again to happen in any sport, not just NBA, NFL, MLB, you name it, hockey, soccer. I don't care if it's the, I don't care what it is. I don't. This is unbelievable. This went on in the NBA and it was ridiculed then. And now look what it has to show for it. Look what that fan base. Look what that city. Look what that organization has to show for it. Nothing. Nothing at all. This got swept in the first round. Coaching, players, the lack of development. It is. This organization is a mess. Still. Still, years later. It just went... It came back around it's to bite them. Can't, Elton Brand did his thing there. He tried to bring in the guys. It just didn't work. The first thing they got to do is the coach. Coach has to go. Stop with this one more one more year nonsense. He's had his chance. He's had his chance to develop these guys. It has not worked. New coach new staff, bring him in. I would like to see Joel and Bean and Ben Simmons still play together. But you better have Ben Simmons start shooting the damn ball. I don't care where it's at. If somebody's in his face, pull it up and start shooting the ball. Stop being scared of a three-point shot. Stop being scared of a jump shot. If this kid gets a jump shot, it is over for the league. It is over. The guy could be balling out here like Luka. But it's something with him too. It is something with the development of these young kids out there in Philly. that It's not working. It's not progressing. And it needs to progress. And go forward. We need some progress. Definitely need some progress. Because Ben Simmons is... The player of this generation, he can be. He has all the talent in the world. He's a great defender. And if he gets a jump shot, it is over for the league. And this Sixers process is going to be dead. The ultimate failure, it is the ultimate failure. It's completely dead. It is absolutely dead. Philly fans, you got to hope for a miracle. Okay, on to some football news. Earl Thomas was cut by the Baltimore Ravens after he punched teammate Chuck Clark. Now, he made $22 million last year for Baltimore. He's only there one year, had a couple interceptions, a couple sacks, and in one year, he is done in Baltimore. Now, what team will try to pick him up? The Ravens are going to try to avoid that $10 million in guarantees on him. For you to have that much guarantees and you still cut him anyway, this tells you. This is not allowed. Like, you can't just go out there punching your teammates. And he's over 30 years old. Does he have a market out there? Now, a lot of it leads back to the Dallas Cowboys. And the Dallas Cowboys is where he wanted to go. Remember, he got card off with of that injury. There in Seattle, he pointed, he wanted, told Pete Carroll, gave him the finger and say, I want to go to Dallas. That was back then a few couple years ago. Now, here we are again. He's on the market. Now, his play has declined over the last few years. He's not the same player, but he's a ball hawk. And that is something the Cowboys really need on their defense. And I really don't know what other organization would take it on. And if the money is right, I can see a lot of people maybe bringing him in. But the money has to be right. It has to be a low, 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 low offer. It's not going to be anything like he got you know, when he became a Baltimore Raven. He's not going to get those guarantees at all. Especially after this incident, a lot of people made us stay away from him. After this incident and his age and his decline in play over the last couple years, this may be it for. (laughs) I don't know if it's. I don't want to say it's it. I actually don't want to say it's it for him because I can see a team picking him up, and the perfect place is the Dallas Cowboys. They struggled taking the ball away last year on defense. They were almost they're one of the worst teams in the league in doing it. And with all the acquisitions they made there on defense, they brought in HaHa Clinton Dix. They brought in Averson Griffin. They, they brought in a few other people here to try and piece everything together. They actually let go of Jerry McCoy after he got injured. So that's done. That was a failed experiment already. But, you know, Don Terry Poe is the only guy they brought in. And we'll see, what this, we'll see what it is. Jerry Jones loves to take flyers on the big-name guys. But the thing is, it might take, when it comes to Earl Thomas, the name is still there. The name is still there, but is the play still going to be there? And that is the question that we got to ask ourselves. In. But is the perfect fit there in Dallas Cowboys land? It's the perfect fit for them? Because they desperately need a ball hawk in the middle of that field. And I think he can still do it. He's not going to be. He doesn't have the speed like he once had. He doesn't may not have that quick quickness there anymore, but... He's still, a, he's still a very decent football player. And I can see the Dallas Cowboys taking a flyer on, flyer on him, trying to bring him in. That's a few million a year. Hopefully he accepts. And I can see him. What, if he really wants to put the star on, a helmet, on his helmet like he did, like he says he wants to, then I could see that happening. And Mike McCarthy came on a news conference not too long ago, actually, and says he's going to let Stephen Jones and Jerry Jones handle all that. He'd he says the roster's pretty much set, but you never know what could happen. You never know with Jerry Jones. <laughs> all right, you guys, that's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you for joining me on Sports Talk from the crib. Remember, Monday through Friday, you can catch a brand new episode. Also available on all streaming platforms. Be sure to check out the official Instagram at Feel the Heat Entertainment and also the official website at feeltheheatentertainment.com for all your latest news and updates. Thanks for listening again, you guys. I appreciate the love. Peace out. See y'all tomorrow.